Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the LaughSpin podcast. My name is Mike. With me, Dylan Gadino, editor in chief, LaughSpin.com. What's up, buddy? Not too much. What's up with you? You were doing some Christmas shopping before this, I hear. I was. I was. We were doing. We don't. We don't set foot in a store. Uh huh. We uh, do it all online. I hate stores. I hate malls. Yeah. It's pointless at this point. And uh, yeah, and we got uh, quite a bit done actually. So that's good. That's interesting. So you and your wife actually sit around a computer and do it together. Yep. That's nice. Yeah, it's good because we, you know, we discuss it. Oh, uh, you know, what do you think? You think this will be good? You know, and then we can like, we can quick look and see if we can find it, you know, for any deals or any other things that come with it or whatever. It's like, you know, it's, it saves a shit ton of time. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, no. Oh, absolutely. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm all for, uh, to my, to my mom's dismay, I'm, I'm sort of anti gift giving, not because I hate giving gifts, but just because it's become, it's become too much. Nobody, like, as far as I know, everybody in my family has, we don't, nobody has money to throw around to give like these gifts to. Yeah. And it's like, let's, let's just stop it. Yeah. That she like think that she thinks that's like sacrilege to like stop giving gifts. But, uh, I, I like, uh, I like the way, I like the way you do it. I don't, I, I honestly, my wife says, Hey, I got gifts for X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, awesome. And I, <laughs> I don't, don't do anything. About it. You I don't, don't do anything. anything. She does it all. I'm actually a very good gift giver. Yeah. I, I, because I pay attention to people. That's uh-huh. how, that's, and, and I actually listen to them throughout the year. And sometimes they'll say, Oh man, that's awesome. I would love to get that. Or, Oh man, you have you seen this show? This show rules. And then all of a sudden Christmas comes around and I'm like, Hey, remember that thing you said in March? Boom. There it is. That's nice. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, I'm actually I'm so actually are, pretty good. So are you going to get me whores? Is that what's going on? Yes. Remember that time you said that in April? On a, I was like, I love whores. And I was like, hmm, write that down in my <laughs> whore blog. <laughs> <laughs> so expect it wrapped underneath the Christmas tree, and I do mean oh wrapped. Oh, my God. A whore underneath the tree would be so awesome. <laughs> That would be, that would be phenomenal. Ah, uh, so it, it is the season. Tis the season for comedy as well. Uh, we have a lot of things. Yeah. There's a lot of things going on in the uh, in the world of comedy, uh, movies, stand up, uh, and so much more. And some of the things we should be getting into. Actually, I think this show, even yeah. though this is a very joyous season, yes. Uh, this show is half titled Things That Are Pissing Dylan Off. <laughs> I think. Because there's a couple things in here that uh that we want to talk about that really grinds your gears, as they say. Yeah. And I feel <laughs> like I I sort of feel like a broken record. Um especially with this thing I'm about to talk about, which is uh the Grammys, the Recording Academy. Yeah. 
um, in their uh, comedy, their best comedy album Grammy nominees. Right. Um, and I and I do feel like a broken record um, because I say the same thing year after year, but that's only because they keep on nominating Kathy Griffin every fucking year. It's ridiculous. And I don't have anything against Kathy Griffin per se. Do I think she's hilarious? Absolutely not. Is she my cup of tea? No, I don't find her funny. I think the fact that she cranks out like four comedy specials a year is is ridiculous and yeah. sort of offensive and demeaning to the to the art of stand-up comedy where you have people like, you know, uh uh Louis CK, you know, putting out a, a um an hour, a new hour of comedy every year or every two years. What she does is what I would consider. I'm not saying there's not a market for it. Obviously there is, but she is, what she does is she performs a very disposable brand of stand-up comedy. Her stand-up comedy specials are more like what has been on my mind for the last four months. And here's my observations. And here are my stories about, meeting Renee Zellweger or, you know, whoever or, 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 or Oprah Winfrey. Here's what I think about what Oprah Winfrey said three weeks ago. Right. Um, so am I a fan of Kathy Griffin? No, but that's not why I am pissed off at the Recording Academy for now six years in a row nominating Kathy Griffin's album for the best comedy album of the year. Where this all stems from, she has not put out a proper comedy album in years. What has happened, what has happened is Bravo simply extracts the raw audio from her television comedy specials, slaps it, uploads it to iTunes, and the only way people can get it is on iTunes, and it's one giant track. It is not, they, Bravo doesn't even like try to make believe it's an album. It's just one 45 minute track that you have to buy in full and they call it an album. And all it is, is the audio extracted from the special. Now I know it, some of our listeners are going to say, well, Dylan, <laughs> <laughs> If you go to HBO or Showtime or Comedy Central and you see people's stand-up comedy specials on those networks and then there's an album version of that, isn't that the same thing? No, it's not. For example, Chris D'Elia, I think that's how you pronounce his last name, Chris D'Elia's new special premiered on Comedy Central. It's called White Male Black Comic. Now, it premiered on Comedy Central in a 45-minute version. Why 45 minutes? Because there's, there's commercials and such. Now, the album is currently out. You could download it from iTunes. You could buy it on Amazon. You could download it um, from Comedy Central for $5 and own it that way. But it's an extended, hour-long version of it, completely uncensored. Okay, right. what you're getting, what you're getting from Kathy Griffin is literally the audio from Bravo, which means it's completely censored. Every time she curses, there's a bleep, <laughs> and the Recording Academy 
is accepting this as an album, and they have done so. She's released two, maybe two or three proper albums. The last few years, she's been nominated. She's been nominated six years in a row, and the Recording Academy, despite the fact that there's like 150, 200 proper stand-up comedy albums, many of which are excellent, amazing comedy albums put out in 2013, they still feel the need to shoehorn, to bend over backwards for some reason to nominate fucking Kathy Griffin when she hasn't really put out a proper album. Wow. It annoys me to no end. It, to, to me, it's like the Recording Academy should just stop dealing with comedy. They obviously don't give a fuck about comedy. Every fucking year, despite the fact that there's so many albums out, it's like, I don't know, Kathy Griffin is like blackmailing them. Like she has something on the Recording Academy that she has to get nominated every year, despite the fact that she hasn't really put out a proper album. Question, has she won? No. Okay, so she hasn't won. So all she's doing is just taking up space, basically. She's t- she's just taking up space. And again, I don't I, I I really don't have anything against Kathy Griffin personally. I I don't love her comedy like I said, but I don't blame her unless she's behind this, which, you know, I I'm willing to <laughs> I'm willing to believe she's not. The other nominees by the way are Craig Ferguson's album uh I'm Here to Help, which was an album and DVD. Uh Ron White's a little uh, uh, his release called A Little Unprofessional. That's what I'm talking about from Bob Saget and live from Tignataro. Here's the deal. He, and again, here's, here's what I'm saying. I get it. Craig Ferguson is a famous person, so he was... I mean, his album is, is totally fine. His album, his DVD, totally fine. Were there better albums? Absolutely. The fact that he's famous, th- that's, that's why he's getting nominated. The fact that Bob Saget is getting nominated, same thing. He's famous. Was his album good? Yeah, it was, it was really good. I, I appreciate... I, I really liked it. Ron White, excellent. Every, you know, every time Ron White puts out something, it's excellent. Tig Notaro. Now, people are going to get pissed off at me because Tig Notaro's album Live was this thing that Louis C.K. endorsed. He backed that. He's the one who re- originally released it. Right. It's, it's her at Largo at Los Angeles talking about her cancer diagnosis. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly moving. It's funny. It is and will go down as one of the greatest stand-up comedy releases in the history of stand-up comedy it's 31 minutes long okay that does not that's not an album to me like and on top of it being 31 minutes long it was released in 2012 so it was released in 2012 it was re-released with bonus features in 2013 and then that's when it got nominated and now it's being nominated Uh. so again i have to ask why bother doing comedy, Recording Academy? Why bother? Yeah. There, there was like 150 albums put out in 2013, proper albums put out in 2013. Why do you have to bend over backwards to nominate Kathy Griffin, who really, in my opinion, did not put out a proper album, and nominate Signataro, who, again, again, the album is, in, or if you want to call it an album, if this was music, it would not be considered an album. It's 31 minutes long. Uh, That's not an album, Mike. It's not an album. That's an EP. We- Weezer's Green Album. Weezer's Green Album was longer 30, than 31. 34 minutes long. Was it 34 minutes? Yeah, just about, yeah. All right. Well, 31 minutes to me is, is not an album. You you have to okay so you so you're saying it has to be an hour it has to be a comedy hour 
no, not an hour, but at least like 40 minutes, 45 minutes. And I'm sure the Recording Academy has rules, or if they don't have rules, they're just bending them because they don't give a fuck about comedy. And they're like, yeah, it's comedy. Nobody's, nobody's really paying attention to this. We'll just nominate whoever's famous or whoever has buzz behind them. Right. And, but, and, uh, and Don't you think that, I mean, it, it, doesn't this just kind of another fe- feather in the cap of the fact that all of these award shows pretty much are just popularity contests? They have nothing to do with anything, really? Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. This is the same body of people who, uh, you know, I think in, uh, you know, 1988 or 1989 decided that Jethro Tull should win over Metallica's Injustice for All. Right. So they put Jethro Tull, a folk rock group, they put a flute band up against Metallica. Right. And, and they, they made won the for flute, rock and they made the or flute hard band. rock or whatever. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, sure. I don't take it too serious. I mean, I, obviously, I do take it seriously. <laughs> I mean, but my, but my thing is, is just stop having the comedy category. Yeah. If, if, you're, yeah. if you're not even going to make believe like you give a shit then just stop because it's fucking meaningless. Stephen Colbert won in 2000. And I, again, again, I, I, I'm just a stickler for, I don't want to say rules, but <laughs> may, maybe justice. I, I don't know. <laughs> justice. So Stephen Colbert in 2009, he won for a Christmas album that was less than 26 minutes. All it was was audio taken from a Comedy Central special that he did and he had some songs. So he won for something that was 26 minutes long. The year before that, in 2008, Flight of the Concords won for an EP. In fact, I think they called it an EP. Yeah. It was called The Distant Future. It was 23 minutes, Mike. Yeah. They got a fucking Grammy for 23 minutes worth of material. That's horseshit. It definitely is cheapening the, the award a little bit, I think. Absolutely. A band couldn't, Radiohead could not come out with a 23 minute release. Yeah. And have it even register to be, oh, yeah, Radiohead came out with 23 minutes of new shit. So, right. like, you know, it's going to win album of the year up against a bunch of other bands who, you know, worked years and years on something and, like, put out a good 40, 45 minutes worth of material. Right. Well, I mean, it, again, it, I think it just goes to show you that all these stupid fucking award shows are just popularity contests. They're, you know, anytime you get it, anytime you have something like this where it's, uh, you know, small closed-door group of people deciding the fate of, you know, who wins what award, at this point I wonder why anybody gives any, any uh, solace to any of these awards anymore they they don't mean anything they literally don't mean anything you're getting you're getting recognized uh from you know five people five seven people or whatever nobody's you know your your fans aren't voting on it you know unless you're winning a fucking kids choice award you know it's just (laughs) you got nothing anymore so it's just it i don't know it's i've fallen off that shit so long ago I, I think uh people like louis who just he really i mean it's nice to be recognized but he really just doesn't give a shit about awards yeah um that's the way to be man because it just it doesn't mean it really doesn't doesn't mean anything to be honest with you and that yeah and like how was he not nominated yeah, like he right. has he he had a special but if you go on itunes uh not on itunes but if you go on his website and i mean maybe the, maybe he didn't like I think you have to like submit to the recording yeah, academy yeah. and all that well, other that's bullshit. The other thing. That's the other thing so too. Maybe like he you, didn't. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Like you have to, you have to do, you have to do a bit of lobbying 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the, you know what it is? It's the equivalent of like whenever you want to win something on online, like, hey, vote for me. You tell all of your friends to vote for you and vote multiple times and shit like that. It's like it's the, basically the equivalent of that where you have to lobby, you know, for your consideration, all that shit. You see all those you see all those uh, ads taken out in the trades. Those are taken out by those people's people, yeah. you know, the, by by that person's people. They 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 their PR department puts all that shit out. So Absolutely. Yeah. And I just, I don't understand that. Like, does that, does that sway anyone? Like I go on deadline.com or the Hollywood reporter and I see like, for your consideration, like I, obviously I'm not part of the voting body, yeah. but if I, if I was, and I saw a, for your consideration, you know, please vote for this fucking Brad Pitt, world war two movie. <laughs> Am I am I getting swayed by that? Like I just don't get it. I guess some people. Oh are. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna vote for that. I saw an ad for that on fucking Deadline. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna totally vote for that now. I guess. Like, I guess some people are. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't get it, Mike. Since I got you riled up. Yeah. Kanye West thinks only comedians should be heckled. Discuss. Uh. uh what happened? What a- what a jackass. He so, is a dick. He is such a douchebag. Um, so apparently, in a, on a, in a, in a recent uh, tour stop of Kanye West's, uh, he was in San Antonio, and a, he was wearing, I don't know how much our listeners know about Kanye West, but he is known to wear this sort of mask. This It looks like a bedazzled cloth mask over his head. I'm sh- I'm sure I'm missing some sort of uh, meaning behind it, but I'm not a, a Kanye West fan, nor am I in the know about uh, hip-hop music. If, you if, are, that's... if you're a comic book fan, he looks like a gay Rorschach. Sure. From Watchmen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, be- I believe you. Um, so he was in San Antonio. He was doing a show, and for some reason, this uh, audience member was uh heckling him and you know instead of ignoring the heckler since this was you know this was this is not in a small club this is a a, an arena full of thousands of people seeing kanye west so instead of ignoring that person he decided that he should probably stop the show and get the lady who was heckling him uh, injected ejected uh which is bad enough, but then he says this, quote, do I look like a motherfucking comedian? Don't heck, don't fucking heckle me. I'm Kanye motherfucking West. So I guess what he's trying to say is the only artist on a stage that should be heckled is a comedian. Right. Okay. So that's. And so, and so I, I guess I'm sensitive and I think that's, Horseshit, and I think it's really disrespectful to the art of stand-up comedy. I think it's, I think it's disrespectful to his audience to stop, to sure, stop that, a show, that too. yeah, and single somebody out. You know, because what are you, are you trying to just? Are you trying to entertain, or are you trying to rule with fear? You know, what do you, what do you exactly are you doing? I, I know that's a big. It's a big thing nowadays. Uh, I've seen a lot of a lot of artists have uh, you know called out fans in the audience for doing for saying stuff or doing stuff or whatever. And like so, sometimes they're in their right and sometimes they're not. And it's like you, you you know 
but this whole thing with Kanye, he's he is so egotistical. It's it's ridiculous. And if I have to hear one more person call him a fucking genius again, it you know that that is word that, is any is anybody calling him that? Oh besides yeah, besides himself. I, I hear that word thrown around about him all the time, and it's like, really, guys, come on. Do you even know what that word means anymore? Does anybody? <laughs> it's 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 thrown around so much now that there's you know there's there are no geniuses anymore, honestly, because we're all geniuses apparently. I'm a genius. You are. I am, apparently. That's that's what I hear. So it says on my business card. Nice. Wiley Coyote, super genius. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kanye is an idiot, man. And and this whole thing about uh, from to go into your point, uh, only comedians should get heckled. I mean, I, I see both sides of the coin. Yes, I see what you're saying as far as uh you know it it kind of it's a degrading comp it's a degrading comment but also at the same time um you know i i would uh you could go you can go the other route you know and, and you can go the other side and say well you know he was just kind of throwing an analogy out there as what a comedian that best describes the situation you know what i mean yeah, so. I mean, abs- abs- absolutely, and I, um, I, I, I can understand that. So what you're saying is he, he, he recognizes the fact that comedians get heckled, right? And not that he's saying that comedians should get heckled, right. but he's recognizing the plight of a comedian, right? He's trying to come up with a snappy line. And right, it, and it was the only thing that why are you heckling me? And then he quick goes through in his memory bank. Okay, who gets heckled? Who gets heckled? Who gets heckled? Ah, comedians. You know what I mean? And then yeah. just says it. You know what I mean? Well, you know what? Fuck him. I don't care. <laughs> it's it, it's still not it's it's still not cool. I mean, no, nah, it's not. I mean, it, I, I again, I I think it's more not cool just because he stopped the fucking show. Hey, buddy. Yeah. I spent probably over a hundred dollars to come see you. I didn't come see you to to fucking yell at some broad in the front row maybe had a couple couple too many like who gives a shit stop stop and do whatever you're dance dance puppet dance <laughs> <laughs> so bring Kim out yeah yeah, yeah. let me see that fat ass <laughs> get him some of that fat ass alright um mm, Armenia <sighs> yeah so okay uh and then lastly on uh, we'll we'll go on the the dipping scale of what's kind of you know annoying us nowadays in the oh, world what of else comedy. is annoying us well this whole the the ron burgundy blitzkrieg ah! is still on <laughs> apparently he's uh oh he's showing God. up on uh cnn now or with cnn people people are talking oh god about, yeah the what's the happening? uh the um, what's his bucket? Oh God! The fucking Anderson Cooper and and thank you the Anderson Cooper and Wolf Blitzer. Who I mean, it, to me it makes total sense because Wolf Blitzer at this point is a total joke. Uh, so I mean, Ron Burg- Ron Burgundy to me is a is a better journalist than than Wolf Blitzer is at this point. Wolf Blitzer is a caricature of Ron Burgundy. Not yeah. not everything has to have happen in the situation room not everything is a situation sir <laughs> how yeah, about the newsroom where did that come where did that go 
the newsroom. That's not exciting enough. You no. know what I mean? Like situation. It's got to be exciting. And then also, uh, you know, not to coin a phrase, jump the shark, but you got some some fan sending you a picture of a tattoo. <laughs> yes. That has Ron Burgundy on it. What? Explain this. What is this? Yeah. If if you go, first of all, go to lastman.com, guys, if you're listening to this. And uh, if it's not, I don't know if by the time you listen to this, I don't know if it's going to be on the front page or not, but just search, uh, quote, Ron Burgundy on the uh, on the search field and in Laughspin and, and you'll see it. But a reader from Sweden, by the way, and, and Sweden is one of the handful of countries that um, when life is getting tough for me <laughs> and when I want to just pack it up and go to sleep uh-huh. for the for the day. That is that's one of the countries where I fantasize about moving to. Ah, yeah, Sweden, all those Nordic like Sweden, Norway, Iceland. Uh, what's the other one up there? Norway. What am I missing here? Uh, Netherlands. Finland. Netherlands. Finland. Fi- Finland. No, ne- Nether. Yeah, sure. The Netherlands, absolutely. But Sweden is one of those uh, places where like I uh, I just fantasize. I'm going to move to Stockholm. I'll vacation wherever the fucking mountains are in in Sweden. I'll uh, I'll start a, a trip hop uh, group uh, and or a death metal outfit. Uh, either or you can go in Sweden. But anyway, a reader, a laughsman reader from Sweden, sent me this very long, uh, detailed story about how his friend. Uh, they're they're both uh, big uh, Will Ferrell fans, and they happen to bump into Will Ferrell uh, in Stockholm. Um, I think over the summer it was it was just after it was announced that Anchorman Two was was going to happen. Uh-huh. Uh, so it was between the announcement and um, after the script was written, but before they were filming. And a few months later, in May, these photos emerged. Uh, of Will Ferrell in character as Ron Burgundy, uh, <laughs> like fighting or riding on a shark. Okay. And um, the story goes, and you'll again, you'll have to read the whole thing on Laughspin if, if you're if you're interested. If not, you can just go on Laughspin and look at the this awful slash awesome tattoo of Ron Burgundy riding on a shark. But basically, his friend dared him. They were both Ron uh, Will Ferrell fans. They said, "I dare you to get this tattoo." And now there is somebody, a real life person with a tattoo of Ron Burgundy riding on a shark. And it's sort of an awful looking tattoo. And the funny thing is, is it's from a scene that was clearly shot. But who knows if it's even in the movie because they shoot (laughs) lots of things. So it's going to be hilarious if that's not even in the movie and he's got a Ron Burgundy tattoo uh, of Ron Burgundy riding a shark. People are going to be like, what the hell is that? And, and it's not a little tattoo either. It's, no. It takes up almost his entire forearm if, if it doesn't go any <laughs> higher than that. That's incredible. And yeah, it is. It's kind of bad. Ron Burgundy looks like Robert Goulet. Um, <laughs> which is another character Will Ferrell did uh, yeah. did do. Goulet, love that. Um, <laughs> the shark is uh, okay looking, I guess. I don't know. It it's not it's not the best tattoo I've seen, but it's hey man, teach his own. <laughs> Your body's a wonderland. As a wise now, man once Mike, said. Let, while we're on this, yeah. If if you had to get a tattoo, a comedy, you you don't have any tattoos, correct? I do not. No. 
Okay, neither do I. So um, if you had to, if for some reason somebody was forcing you to get a comedy-related tattoo, what comedy-related tattoo would you get? Uh, do, 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 I think it would be Jeff Daniels taking the monster shit and Dumb and Dumber right above my ass crack, like right on the tramp stamp. So it looks Very like nice. he's shitting down my butt crack. <laughs> Very nice. It sounds like you've thought about this. <laughs> no, actually, this is the first thing that just came to my mind. <laughs> really? Very nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, Very nice. I like that. Either that or uh, uh, probably, let's see, maybe something simple like just um, a picture of Archer's face with sunglasses on and it just says danger zone. Above and beyond, below it. That <laughs> would be great. Like in a circle. That'd be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. That'd be a good one. Uh, dude, speaking of Archer, finally. Finally. I don't have it in front of me, but it's coming back finally. Yeah. Oh, it there's totally a lot, is. There's, there's a lot of shows coming back that I'm coming actually back, excited Jan- for. It's coming back January 12th, I believe. There you go. January 12th or January 18th, one of something like that. Mid-January it's coming back, definitely. Is that correct? Wait, I could find out. <clears throat> um, yeah, not sure. Did you see that um, they released a poster for the new season? And uh, Lana Kane is pregnant in it. Really? Yeah. Um, it's on Laughspin, you guys. Hey, I'm, looking, li- I'm looking at it right if now. If you're listening to this. January 13th. Lana- January 13th is when it comes, comes yeah, back. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yep. Yeah, wow. That's awesome. Archer Vice. <laughs> Archer Vice, yeah. So that's coming back. Uh, which I'm going to call it Portlandia. There's just a lot of good sort of comedy nerd shows about to come back. Uh, and while I'm talking about it, let's um, let me figure out when those days are. So um, Portlandia is coming back. Uh, February 27th at 10 p.m. on uh-huh. IFC. Yep. So that'll be exciting. And uh, while I'm at it, let me tell you, I mean, every year they have a lot of very, very cool guest stars. Um, and so this year they have a slew of brand new guest stars. Um, uh, Vanessa Bayer is going to be on it from Saturday Night Live. Uh, Nick Swartzen, Kirsten Dunst, Maya Rudolph, Olivia Wilde. Um, Dan Savage, the uh, the sex columnist, Paul, and this is what I love about Portlandia. Like they don't give a fuck. They're like comedians, actors, athletes, musicians, whoever. If we think they're interesting, we want them on the show. So Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen is going to be on the show. He's also <laughs> he's also a uh, the owner of the Portland Trailblazers. So that makes that makes a little bit more sense. Jello Biafra is going to be on. Uh, Michael Nesmith of the Monkees, Jeff Tweedy. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Jeff Tweedy of Wilco is going to be on. Josh Holm of uh, Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, former Guns N' Roses bassist Duff McKagan. And there's a another huge armful of people that were guest stars on the show in previous seasons are going to be back. Steve Buscemi, Ed Begley Jr., Annie Clark, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Jason Sudeikis, Kumal Nanjiani, Gus Van Sant, and uh, just Van S- Gus Van Sant, uh, and of course Kyle McLaughlin is coming back because uh, you can't have a fictitious Portland. Uh, you can't have a fictitious Portland without a fictitious Portland mayor, and that's Kyle McLaughlin. So 
That's all starting on Feb- February 27th at 10 p.m. Very, um, very excited about that. Um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm super I'm super stoked for uh, the new Portlandia season. Um, and also, uh, Community is is coming back. NBC Thursday, January 2nd at 8 p.m. Eastern with two back-to-back episodes. Um, there's more information about that on laughsman.com. And also, um, Legit is coming back with Jim Jeffries yes. on FX. Yep, Marin, yep, yep. Marin will be coming back on IFC. So there's a lot of, um, it's just a lot of good sort of like comedy nerd shows coming back very soon. There is, uh, there's your update on what's going on in the TV world of comedy. Yeah. And uh, for the stage, the the, the big show that we, I want to mention that's, uh, uh, of tickets are available, although I don't know how much longer because they're probably selling fast. The second annual Patrice O'Neill Comedy Benefit is happening February 18th. Yes. Um, and, I mean, this is a murderer's row of of talent. You got uh, David Tell, Bill Burr, Dane Cook, Nick DiPaolo, Robert Kelly, Bonnie McFarlane, Jim Norton, Big J. Okerson, Colin Quinn, Keith Robinson, Harris Stanton, Talent, and Rich Voss. Um that is a huge lineup. Huge. Yeah. And uh, this one is, um, where is this happening? Where is the Where is the actual show? This even... is happening at the New York City Center there in Manhattan. Uh, yes, New York City Center. Yep. So uh, if you are in the New York area and would love to see the show, I, uh, I mean, I don't know who wouldn't. Um, tickets are, uh, are on sale now. You can go to lastman.com, check out the link on where to buy them. Uh, and it's also yeah. for, uh, you know, it's a good cause, right? The the m- money raised goes towards uh, Patrice's family. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, last year they did it. They're doing it this year. Um, every time you buy a Patrice O'Neill album, obviously, it all goes, you know, to his family. I mean, um, you know, he was a well-known comic, but I think a lot of people just assume that, you know, these comics have, like, tons of money, and they, and they don't. So... Mm. Um, yeah, so all the tickets to this show are seventy-five. I'm actually looking at the um, the ticket link, the ticket, um, the purchase page now. Mm. There's uh, all the best seats, uh, the orchestra; those are sold out. There's five. I mean, who knows what's going to happen uh, by the time you guys listen to this? But there's five seats available at the uh, the middle section, and there's uh, there's a good amount. There's a hundred plus seats available in the balcony. So the tickets are going fast hopefully by the time you hear this there's going to be tickets left but yeah like mike said i mean it's it's gonna be i mean whether i mean even if you didn't even like patrice o'neill this the show is just for 75 dollars to see that many amazing comedians is just just bonkers ridiculous absolutely ridiculous and i can't believe it's been two years already holy shit yeah and it's crazy right it is and you know yeah i'll I would, you know, like to continue bringing this up every time it hap- every time it comes around, and also, but also at the same time, you know, anytime we ever get a chance to talk about Patrice, like that's, I think that's important, just because he was such an amazing comic, he was such an amazing, uh, just person. Like he just had a unbelievable philosophy of about life and about a lot of a lot of different things, and and. And you know, go go back and hear some of his old stuff. Go see a special seat. See, see, you know, go on Netflix. Check out Elephant in the Room. I mean, it's a it's an incredible incredible show. Um, 
you know, any interviews, anything, you know, check out some of his, some of his infamous appearances on like Fox news or, you know, MSNBC or whatever, or whatever it was where he, he <laughs> explained to the girl what a donkey punch was. I mean, it was, it was <laughs> the, all that kind of shit. I mean, it's just, it's just an amazing, <laughs> it's like an amazing, very few people you will meet in your life or you will see in your life who just do literally do not give a shit. Do not give a shit and just say the truth. Yeah. Say the truth a whole a wholeheartedly 100% of the time. That's Patrice O'Neill. And it is just such a he's such an amazing uh comic and some like I said anytime we get a chance to bring him up I I, I want to just because he uh, he needs he needs to be remembered. He needs to be revered. Um and sure. I think this this uh benefit, this second annual benefit is just a you know a feather in the cap there. I mean you, the, the the names alone, you know, you could you couldn't go I I don't think you could go see Dane Cook for $75 by himself. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't I don't know if that I don't know. That's a very good point. It's, and this is ev- this is everybody. I mean, huh, it's nuts, absolutely nuts. So very cool. Um do you have uh do you have anything else here? We have let's see. No, we can we can wrap this we can wrap this shit up. All right, cool. So uh, yeah, well, let's uh, let's give out the plugs there, sir. Guys, thanks for listening. Uh, check us out on Twitter at LaughSpinCom. You can also check us out on Facebook and on Pinterest and Pinterest. on Tumblr and on Friendster <laughs> and on MySpace. And on some other social media thing that hasn't and been invented yet. MS DOS. <laughs> and Oregon Trail. All right, here's what you do, guys. We'll you go be fjording to your, a river. You go to your C prompt, right? Yeah. <laughs> After your C prompt, you type in laugh spin. Yeah. Okay? That'll bring you to the mainframe. Right. And then after you get to the mainframe, you want to put in the uh, the boot up code. Did you try okay. unplugging it and plugging it back in? <laughs> uh, uh, but seriously, guys, seriously, seriously. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, that that's all I got. If you want to get in touch, by all means, do so. I'm at Dylan at laughsman uh, and go to iTunes and leave us a review or just click five stars or just you know just validate our existence please <laughs> yes absolutely and uh i'm also on another podcast called uh, masters of none masters of none.com is the site to go check that out appreciate everybody that has come over to that because that's uh it's it's noticed it's it's very much so noticed also last been uh last been podcast soundcloud.com you can check out a lot of great interviews that we've had as well um, and, and of course, allthingscomedy.com. We can't forget about them. Speaking of Bill Burr and speaking of some other great comedians that have some great podcasts out there, allthingscomedy.com is the place to be for all of those shows. We will see you next week right here on the Last Spin Podcast. See ya. Ooh.